TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. And welcome to Overnight America. Man, you're right. Is it cold or what? The real field temperature is dropping near zero tonight. That's what it'll feel like. And it feels like that now. I remember when I would visit with my grandma and you would walk into the house and it was always, you know, whatever, 70 something she'd set it at. But she was always so cold and she'd say, feel my hands, Ryan, feel my hands. And I'd feel them and they'd be ice cold. And that's how I feel right now. I go around, I'll say, hey, honey, feel my hands. Or I'll put my hands on the back of her neck because I've been working downstairs where pretty much my body is starting to freeze. And that's where I'm at. I think that's where a lot of people are at. This weekend is Valentine's Day. (laughs) What a goofy story about seizing a shipment of pills heading to Florissant. I had this question, and I wanted to open it up to you. Is it typical that you buy your kids a valentine's day gift or is that just something that some parents do but it's not frequent you tell me so do you buy your kids valentine's day gifts or in some cases do you buy your grandkids valentine's day gifts and when you were growing up did your parents get you a valentine's day gift 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120 i don't know if it's a common practice or not when i was growing up my grandma would give me a Valentine's Day card, and it was always something nice and sweet. Aww, because I was her sweet grandson. And it always was a little tradition. She would hand it over. I don't know if she would give it to my parents. My parents would give it to me. I just All I remember is every year I'd get a card with my grandma saying something nice in it. The envelope would always be red. And she'd always put like $5 in it or something, or $10. I don't even know. It, not a, it wouldn't be like, it was just like a little bit of money. But when you're a kid, Whoa, $5. Whoa, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. You can go to the store and get a couple of packs of cards for that if you're really lucky. And now that we have kids, my wife always will get my son a Valentine's Day gift. That's just kind of what we do. My grandparents, or his grandparents, I should say, my parents 
buy him all kinds of stuff. They are looking for opportunities to spoil him. So we got a package in the mail. It was a box. It probably cost him $40 to ship this box because it's not cheap to ship anything anymore. And we get this box in the mail and there's toys and there's candy and there's clothes. And I'm thinking, man, my parents never did that when I was growing up. I don't remember them ever giving me a Valentine's Day gift. It was always a nice little card for my grandma. What's typical? Honestly, do you buy gifts for your kids and should you? And then I find out that in schools, it's discouraged for you to bring anything in. So if you're on a full schedule, a half schedule, partial, virtual, whatever it is, because of the virus or anything else, they don't want you bringing in stuff and kids exchanging things. I don't know if it's an allergy thing when schools started going crazy about peanut butter and they just wanted to make sure or they're just worried that parents would send things in tainted or whatever. When my son was in preschool, we sent him to preschool. The, the rule was it had to be packaged and sealed and then you could bring it in and then they could pass it out. So if you wanted to get cupcakes for a kid's birthday or something, it's a fun little preschool thing. You had to make sure it was sealed and prepackaged. You couldn't make anything from home and you couldn't have it open. So even now, my wife was looking at getting something for the class like, you know, oh, do you guys exchange Valentine's cards or do you do this or that? Not anymore. In a, in a COVID world, that is another little thing that doesn't happen. So it makes me wonder for your sake, kind of, you know, give me an idea. Do you buy your kids Valentine's gifts? And then what is the proper gift if you do? Is it like a, just a little bit of money? Is it just a little bit of candy? My wife remembers her dad buying her some like chocolates. And one year she got a little locket. And that was a nice thing. I think for our son, I don't want to say, but we got him something cool. But it's more like a, it's not Valentine's Day themed gift. It's just, you know, a nice little fun thing. You know, more, more or less because we want to give them something and this is an opportunity to do it. Not that as a parent, you really need an opportunity. But the problem with uh, today's world living from home is that you can go on Amazon, see something on sale and think, oh, that'd be good for him. And next thing you know, your basement's full of toys from your ankles all the way up to your shins. And you're thinking, how did the how in the world did we get so many toys? Well, it's because you have no discipline like our family and we just give them everything. So we got to stop that. But still, great opportunity for Valentine's Day. And now we got a bunch of candy upstairs too. So I get to eat the things that my son doesn't like, but then I have to share the things that my wife likes. That's nice, kind of, because anytime I get something like, for example, Laffy Taffy, kid does not like it. My wife does. She says, stop eating all the Laffy Taffy. I say it's communal. That's why it's in a bowl. We're both allowed to have it. But now the pressure is I'm not allowed to eat that either. So then I'm stuck with all the worst candies. You know, the stuff that always gets passed over, picked over. That's the kind of things that they leave for dads. And they say, oh, don't worry. Dad will like it. No one worries about dad's feelings on Valentine's Day. I get it. I know how it goes. I'll take your throwaway candy. But uh, yeah, you tell me, what's what's the proper procedure when it comes to Valentine's Day gifts for kids? Do you even get them gifts anymore? Or is that something no one does? I don't know. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about that. I'd love to get your calls on it, or even a text message would be nice. And I do want to talk about the vehicle that was stolen in St. Louis with the body inside. I have a story about that. It's weird that I have a story about that, but it, you'll you'll hear what happened here in St. Louis. And then it takes me back about 10 years ago or so with uh, something that happened when it comes to transporting a body. This is Overnight America KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. 
Oh, boy. All right. Guess we're not talking Valentine's Day. But I saw this one story. We can still take calls on that if you want to. But, yeah, I wonder what the proper procedure is. Because Valentine's Day normally is a holiday that is between a husband and a wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, things like that. That's typically where you would see a lot of the transfer of gifts one to another. And that's it. Uh, you don't, I don't know it, is, if it's common or not, or if it's uncommon, or if it's something that's old fashioned or something that's new, but gifts for kids, do you do it for Valentine's Day? Um, good question, I think, but maybe we can take some of your calls on that later, or if you want to text in, you can, we'll keep the text line open. I was looking at the location today where that one funeral home van was stolen. Just a terrible thing. Spanish Lake. So if you go, you know, 270 and then north on 367, which is the Lewis and Clark in a little bit north of Parker Road, that's where the gas station is. And I was kind of looking at this area and I thought, uh, it, it doesn't bode well, considering that all of the different areas we've had issues of carjackings in the past. William C. Harris Funeral left the keys inside parked at the gas station running and when he went inside, suspects jumped in looking for an opportunity. Uh, I, it's so bad. Bad news, right? Uh, it is bad, 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 bad. But the worst part of it is there was a human remains in there. There was a body. The funeral home had a body inside of this van. <clears throat> and the county police are still looking for the vehicle. 2012 Nissan NV1500 van, Missouri license plate. Picture provided is the make and model if you want to go see it. If you go to uh, KMOX.com, call the police if you see this van. Uh, they want to note here, 70 cars were stolen in a 24-hour period, all just left outside St. Louis County. Man, this is bad. <coughs> Excuse me. I should drink some water before going back on the air. So I'm looking at the way the landscape is on the map and thinking, okay, if you put a dot down where all of these carjackings are going, you can go to St. Charles, you can go over here, you can go over there. It's a major issue. It, it's not something that's just here in St. Louis. I noticed even national trends are looking at how carjackings are up in large metropolitan areas. I don't really know why, but it seems to be a lot of juveniles are doing it. Kids are doing it. I do have one story about transporting a body. And I, I got to say, I hope they find this van. I hope the remains are still there. And I hope it's untouched, undesecrated. This is bad. Now, imagine you're a kid and imagine that you steal this sort of thing. And imagine that you finally think you got away with it. And you turn around and there's a dead body in the back. Man, what do you do then? So here's what happened. When I was living in Ohio, I had a buddy who was training to get into the funeral business. He wanted to be a funeral director. And part of which is when you are interning or working at a funeral home and learning the ropes in the industry is that you do a lot of grunt work. And some of that means, hey, uh, can you go pick up a body somewhere else? This happened a lot. If, living in a smaller town, if someone died somewhere else in the state or somewhere, they had to transport the body back into the home city. So let's say that you grew up here in St. Louis, you live here in St. Louis, but somehow you had an accident or whatever. You went to the hospital in Cape Girardeau and you died down there, or you had the hospital in Joplin or Columbia or Kansas City or something. And you go to the hospital and you end up passing away. But the funeral and the services are going to be in St. Louis. What happens then? The funeral home that you contact to make arrangements will go into wherever the body is located. Let it be a hospital. And they'll drive and pick it up. And a lot of times it's just in a nondescript van. 
it's just there's nothing to it. A nondescript fan. And I was, uh, you know, living in Ohio at the time, and my buddy was going and trying to learn the ropes of the industry. And he said, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm pretty tired. The funeral home just called me. Um, I have to drive to Columbus to go pick someone up and back." Do you mind riding shotgun with me? Because I'm afraid I'm going to fall asleep. I just need someone to talk to. And I said, you want me to ride in the vehicle while you're transporting a body from Columbus to the hometown where he was going in Lima in this case. And I said, yeah, I guess I can do that. All right. I won't leave you hanging. All right. I need, I know you need some, someone to help you with this. I don't want you to be in danger. Let's do it. So I hop in the van with him. It's like a minivan. It's not even like a full style transport van. And essentially it's the front two seats, the bucket seats. And then you turn around and there is basically a place where rollers are. It's not a hearse rollers per se, but it had like a, a special place where you put the gurney in. So he's dressed in a suit and tie because that's how you dress when you're representing your funeral home. And we drive all the way down to Columbus and we get to the hospital. It's some back dock. It almost looks like, we're going into a place where we're dropping off things for the vending machines. It's like just the back docks. And he says, okay, just stay right here. I'm going to go inside. So he goes in and about, you know, 20 minutes, 25 minutes later, he comes back out and they're rolling this body in a body bag. And that's where it hits me. I knew that this would happen, but then I thought, wait a minute, I'm going to be sitting right next to someone. You know, uh, then I started to, um, I didn't panic, but I thought, Oh boy, why did I do this? So they open up the back and slide the body in. I never know who it is, you know, obviously, and go, and then we start driving again. And he says, yeah, this happens all the time. If if someone dies somewhere else and they need it transported, someone has to do it. It just doesn't magically go. This is kind of just the the business. It's the things you don't like to think about. And then he told me and dropped this on me. He said, think about this. What happens if it's outside of driving distance? You know how many bodies are transported on airplanes every day? Anytime you've ever flown anywhere, they're probably transporting a body also, and you have no idea it's going down. And I thought, oh, no, 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 no. Don't do this to me. So he's he's trying to um, let me know this is what he has to deal with. And you look at the industry in a different way. So we're driving back and he says, uh, you know what? I'm hungry. You want to stop at White Castle? There's there's no White Castles in Lima. So the only place you can get it is outside of Columbus where we were picking up. <laughs> and he said, OK, I'm just going to drive through and get something real quick. I'm hungry. Let's do it. So we drive through this and it's everything's in the back. And I'm thinking, man, is, is this how you do it? Is this how it works? He's like, you know, it's it's just the way it is. It's It's just the way it is. So uh, we got White Castle and drove back, and that was it. Long night. Took a couple hours, but it was an experience and a half. And then one day, 10 years later, I get to tell it on the radio, and all of these things somehow make their way back in. Uh, it's a weird, weird world we live in. The things you learn about different businesses, I don't know, maybe there's people transporting uh, people right now for different funeral homes. Part of the part of the bigger deal is leaving your car 
uh, unattended when it's running. That's like the worst, stupidest thing to do. I understand if it's in your driveway and you think, oh, I'll just be a couple minutes. I'll go run and do this or whatever. And, oh, I live in a safe neighborhood or whatever. You still shouldn't do that. Uh, how much does it cost to get a car started? Like a hundred bucks? If you find yourself needing it that much where you need to do that, and you don't have a garage where you can keep it locked up while it's running, get a car starter. A hundred bucks. Don't get your car stolen. You know what else bothers me? The stories where there's people that say uh, you as an individual, if you have your car stolen and you left the keys in, you should be the one prosecuted for that because now you're tying up police resources because they shouldn't have to deal with things like this. No, 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 no. I don't like that either. But then again, uh, you're stupid if you leave your car out there running and you're at a gas station. What did you think was going to happen? How many times have we heard never, ever, ever do this? And even in the news, we had a period where there were 70 cars stolen in a 24-hour period just around the St. Louis area. 70 cars stolen in 24 hours. And we hear these stories, and we think to ourselves, oh, yeah, who would do that? Then they roll up to a gas station in the company vehicle that's transporting a body and leave the car running? Are you kidding me? And is this really the best area to do it? Now, I don't know about all the ins and outs when it comes to crime, but then again, I'm guessing this is not the type of area that you would look at and say, oh, yeah, we're good. No, no, there's zero chance anything will ever happen over here. Oh, man. Uh, we're just getting ourselves into some trouble. 314-436-7900. And I wanted to bring this up, too. And I thought to myself, this might be an opportunity for electric car manufacturers, because if you're GM and you're saying in 15 years or whatever that we want to start selling all electric vehicles, if you're Tesla and you sell electric vehicles now and you're just uh, crushing it on that standpoint, this is what I would do. This is what I would say. Hey, uh, skip going to the gas station where you could get carjacked at any given time in St. Louis. Just skip that. How about you buy an electric car? Put in one of those uh, charging stations in your garage. Yeah, I know it costs a little bit money, but then again, you don't have to worry about stopping at a gas station in North St. Louis. And you know what? Uh, is it really uh, worth the hassle of wondering every time you get out to put gas into your car, someone might come up and force you out or steal your vehicle? No, get an electric car, put it in the house, charge it up there, skip the gas station experience, and then at the end, there'll just be a tag out for GM or Tesla. So, you know, buy a Tesla. Forget forget the hassles of a North St. Louis gas station. This could be a huge opportunity for those that make electric vehicles, I would think. Maybe that's a little too cynical, but I, for the type of person I am, and I, th I wonder about, I want to make things as easy as possible. That would be a selling point I'd be interested in hearing. Well, I guess they got a point. I don't, I don't have to stop anymore. Oh, it does sound like a good idea, even though my insurance rates are going to go through the roof and it probably is going to be a hassle in the long run when my car battery is useless in 10 years and I won't be able to worry about it. And now I have to worry about my car setting on fire when it's sitting in the garage. But then again, I don't have to stop at a gas station in North St. Louis. So, hmm, wow, this might be worth it. 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Yeah, Overnight America. Having some, uh, let's see, fun on the last show of the week. And I'm kind of keeping an eye out for other things that are going on right now with uh, the impeachment. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Uh, It looks like that the defense is going to offer their defense tomorrow. The House gave their arguments today. Republicans, uh, what, about 15 or so stepped out or decided to show up late to kind of let people know this is, uh, you know, waste of time. So I could take some of your calls on that. I'm sure we'll do that later. I wanted to bring this up, too. And good for GM. They're going to be actually giving hourly workers $9,000 as part of profit-sharing checks as part of the pandemic. And before they even announced that this was going to happen, before they said they wanted to do something, I haven't really seen that number before. Uh, so it says the hourly workers that are represented with the uh, United Auto Workers, UAW, will could receive nine grand in profit-sharing this year. 44,000 eligible hourly employees would be up for this, which would be paid out the week of February 26th, which is two weeks from Friday. Last year received uh, apparently an $8,000 payout, so maybe a little extra because of the pandemic, but good for that. I don't see that often where companies are rewarding people right now. There was um, a few more or less uh, companies here and there that may be in store. I don't know if it was Walmart or Target or one of them. I think it was Target that said they were going to do something like that for hourly workers too. And that's a nice gesture, really. You shouldn't have to rely on, like if you're a a wait staff or you're working in a restaurant, that some guy's going to come in and randomly leave you a nice large tip. You shouldn't have to wait and rely on that. The restaurant industry has been hit super hard right now. I mean, all that they want really is to be left alone and allowed to be doing business the way they see fit, because what they've been doing has been working and they've been safe and you don't see the spread of COVID happening at indoor dining. The uh, numbers indicate that sort of thing. So they just want to be left alone. They don't want to be hassled. That in a, by itself would be like a stimulus in its own if they can just do that. So the Detroit automaker, which made $6.4 billion last year, announced the profit sharing as part of its uh, 2020 earnings report. I didn't realize there were a lot of places that still do profit sharing. That still seems somewhat uh, foreign to me. Kind of a cool concept, a nice idea. Says that GM's profits in North America totaling $9 billion last year. Uh, for every billion made in North America, employees get $1,000. I love that idea. How are they? Um, does that really help productivity? Does that really do anything? So if you're thinking to yourself, man, if we can just sell a couple of extra cars, we could be working our way towards an extra grand. Probably not. It's more of a bonus, if anything else. I, I wonder how common that is for any other automaker, because one of the other stories about Tesla is that they cut off their um, uh, employee match when it came to their retirement fund. And I know a lot of different companies have been having the same issues right now. They cut the employee match. 
because times were tough. They knew that there was going to be uncertainty in the economy. Their numbers would be off and they wanted to do everything they could to counteract that so they could resist laying off people. So they took uh, cutbacks like that. I don't know if a lot of them have gone back to it. Some have, some haven't. It's uh, nice to see GM doing that. It's a good gesture from them. 314-436-7900. And let's go to Grant. Welcome to Overnight America. What's up, Brian? Hey, Colin, and, and put in my two cents on the uh, kids and Valentine's Day and all that stuff that's going on or may not yeah. be going on for some people's kids. Uh, yeah, I get that. Wait, how many kids do you have? Uh, too many. <laughs> <laughs> I have too many. many, no. I have enough to, to keep me financially uh, insecure for many years. Oh, yeah, I years. see. Okay, so you got a lot of uh, <laughs> obligations there. Yeah, exactly. Fortunately, two out of the three are in school, mm-hmm. and they are celebrating Valentine's Day this year, which is nice because, I mean, the kids like Valentine's Day. In school? Uh, but it's Yeah, they're, they're in school. Oh, uh, so they're like passing notes to each other and candy? They're allowed to do that? They are allowed to do that. They do have the same stipulations that you were talking about where everything has to be prepackaged. I never understood that. Um, I can understand, like, you know, certain ingredients being excluded, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, you can't even go to a donut shop and pick up donuts for the class, technically. Uh, you know, that would have been great. When I was a kid, if someone walked in with uh, some donuts and, hey, go ahead and pick one out for you, that would have been the best school day ever. But you can't do that and, much anymore. Yeah. And instead of, you know, you can get them donuts, but they're always like the prepackaged powdered or crumb and uh, stuff. And, you know, they're not that great. You know, I mean, I guess if you're like seven or eight, they're the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> sure. You get a couple of those little tiny chocolate donuts. Those were pretty awesome. So wait, going back to the yeah. Valentine's Day thing, you have you have uh, three kids. Do you buy them all yeah. Valentine's Day? Yes. Yes. Okay, what is the proper thing to get them? Is it something small? Is it like just food or candy? What's the what kind of do you aim towards when it comes to a Valentine's Day gift for a kid? We usually go towards like a plushie, uh, a card, and some candy. Although we have in the past done uh, scratch off type things that we had put uh, various things on like that they can go through each month and like scratch it off and like it'll say like buy a book or pick dinner or go to a movie something like that that they kind of get for the rest of the year but uh, we stick to pretty traditional Valentine's Day stuff at least I think it's traditional Mm, that does sound pretty traditional you get candy on top of that yeah, they get some candy on that, and of course, you know, uh, just like you, I get the crap candy that's left over. Yeah, I know. You know, stuff- it, it's like boxes boxes of nerds at midnight or Smarties <laughs> and trying to get it fixed. Yeah, I know. You look at what's left, and you're like, you know, why even bother with the calories? Why am I eating this? I'm not even enjoying Most it. Most of the time, it gets tossed. It gets tossed. Although... The Easter candy one year 
got put up in <laughs> it got put up into the closet because I was tired of looking at it, so I consolidated it and put it up in the closet and forgot about it. And <laughs> and Halloween came around and we ran out of candy and I dug that candy out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grant, I'm glad you called in. Uh, thanks for the clarification. And I know that you talk about how the kids keep you busy. This is the time of year where you can actually thank them when it comes time for filing your taxes. That's like the best time when you can use them as a tax credit. So this is like uh, the, the time where you normally would complain, but no reason to get a couple extra bucks back from Uncle Sam thanks to uh, the obligations that they give you as dependents. So thank you very much, Grant. 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. One person texted in, uh, Beatles first album and Russell Stover candy for kids. That's actually pretty nice. I think that uh, you give your kid a Beatles album and, and chocolates from Russell Stover. I um I gotta say the box of like a heart shaped box full of candy, not my thing. There's too many wild cards in there. And then again, if you get a large one and you're sharing it, as the dad, you always get the worst ones. It's anything chocolate with some sort of white cream in the middle. It's like coconut or ugh. no, thank you. I'll pass on that. But, but all the good ones, the caramels, the double chocolates, all of those taken immediately. And then what's left for you? Oh, coconut cream. Ugh, no, thank you. But you know what? As the dad, it's part of your job as a father to have to uh, consume those things and pretend you like them. I'm done pretending. Not that I've uh, ever pretended before when it comes to candies. But then again, I eat them anyway. <laughs> we'll take some more of your calls. You know, I see one person waiting, and I don't think we're going to take the call, but I got to say this. Um, I don't know what you heard, Sonny, when we were talking before, and I was not claiming that, nor I don't know why you would think that. So I'm not even going to bother with this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not taking your call, but I'm not even going to bother going down that road. If you're looking for a fight, I'm not doing it tonight. So you're on your own. 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America, KMOX. <laughs> This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. All right, get a couple more hours tonight, and I got another whole other story to play for you about cold days. Kevin Colleen's got a new one, and we'll play that here in a minute or two, but I saw this one story on Fox 2 about a local contestant on a reality show that starts early next week. So Tuesday, February 16th on the USA Network. I don't have cable and I don't watch reality TV shows, so I don't get to know a lot of them. Is a show called Temptation Island popular or not? It's hosted by the same guy as The Bachelor, it looks like. I don't know the guy's name, but he's a pretty popular TV host. So St. Louis Dentist will be starring in the new season of Temptation Island. His name is Dr. Blake Aries. And he grew up in Creve Corps, attended Parkway North High School, where he played football, basketball, and trumpet in the band. He received a football scholarship to Truman State University, received a bachelor degree in biology, then attended dental school, and then after that, finds his way onto this show. I think he's in his early 30s. I had to look up Temptation Island online because I had no idea what it was about. So here's the, here's the show if you go to their website. Uh, about the show. In this social experiment, four couples at a crossroads in their relationship put their love to the test by giving single life a try. 
I'm going to do a quick timeout here. So for all the kids that may be listening right now, if you actually like the person you're with and you think it would be a good idea to allow them to go back out and just give single life a try, it's over, kid. All right. Don't do it. If you actually care about the person, why would you want to do that? Why would you want to force temptation on you or someone else? It doesn't even make sense. It's like you're saying, go ahead. I want to see if we'll cheat. Like I, I want to put every opportunity to cheat on you on the line. So they go to Maui in Hawaii. They take a break from each other. They live in separate houses. And then they bring in people to try to tempt them sexually. That's what this show's about. This seems like the trashiest type of uh, reality show. It doesn't even seem real to me, does it? But then again, a lot of these reality shows are like this. They just aren't so blatant about it. it says, well, they leave with one of the island tempters. And I had to go and see the teaser. It's season three. Listen, you guys all came here because you're at a crossroads, right? You came to this island because you all have serious questions about the next level of your relationship. And in order to find the answer to those questions, you have come here to embark on a journey where you're going to date other people. These single men and single women that you'll meet here on the island, they're here to find love. And you've decided to open yourself up to the possibility that there may be someone else better suited for you than the person you're with right now. My goodness. So you go to an island and the whole point is I'm going to let all of these strangers hit on me so I could leave here without someone that's my boyfriend or girlfriend. That's what the goal is. I want to be hit on nonstop. I want to be uh, treated and courted nonstop by people other than my boyfriend or girlfriend. What? That's what Temptation Island's about. I've never seen an episode. I'm going to guess that I wouldn't like it. I'm going to just stay away altogether. But we do have a St. Louis guy on there. And you can find him online if you really wanted to look him up. I looked at his Instagram account. And there he is, you know, pictures from the beach and things, taking some uh, interesting photos. Uh, you know, Even if there's someone local on it, I don't know if it's for me. I, I don't even think I would watch it out of curiosity. It just sounds so weird to me. Not enough. Uh, sorry. Let me do this real quick. Kevin Clean has a whole nother story on the cold, and I keep looking at that forecast, and it's dreadful forecast. Temperatures will feel close to zero tonight and tomorrow. Same thing. Tomorrow night, it's actually worse. They say five to 10 degrees below zero is what the real feel will be. Even though the overnight lows will be like in the single digits, you'll still feel below zero. And then over the weekend, you're only seeing highs, you know, 13, 7 degrees. And then by Monday, you could even get some snow Sunday night, continuing into Monday, with the highest 7 only there, too. All of that scares me. These cold, cold days, I'm not a fan of it. Kevin Clean did a whole other story, though. We were looking out the window the other morning at the birds and the cold out there in the backyard. And you just can't imagine, how do they do it? They haven't got any any home or shelter. They're sitting on empty branches without a leaf to guard them from the wind. No coat, no hat, no gloves, no long underwear. Their bare legs must be all cracked and itchy, and they haven't got any jurgens. This must be where the saying, that's for the birds, comes in. To help the birds, I put out some breadcrumbs the other day, and as I was leaving for work, I saw that somebody else let our dog out, and she got up on the railing and ate the breadcrumbs. At work, I was downtown, and my news car failed in the snow. Actually, the little key fob was broken, and so when I went to start it out on a snowy street, the key fob was missing. I guess I had flicked it open like I was one of those guys in West Side Story with a switchblade. Yeah. 
and the the part of the key that starts the car flicked off into the snow and i didn't know where it was so i had to walk back a few blocks in the humbling cold to go tell our engineer about it ryan schulte he's the type of man who gets crises brought to him all day long at different parts of the station like a submarine engineer But Ryan Schulte is very calm. He asked me to give him a few minutes to empty all the Pepsi cans out of his truck, and then he drove me over to the dead news truck. We found the missing piece, the shiny silver key piece, lying in the sooty snow, and the car started, and I cranked it up with the heat full blast and drove back to the station. Back in the station, I was still cold, so I thought I would visit for a while with Fred Bottomer. Fred has a portable heater by his desk. This makes Fred very popular. We compared different temperatures that our wives let us set our thermostats on at home, and we both agreed that homes aren't as warm as they were when our parents used to control the thermostat. My dad used to set it around 75 degrees, and you could smell the dust cooking on the radiators. Well, with the forecast heading down into the zeros in the days ahead, it is very good to have some place indoors with a heater on any temperature. It is very good to have a job indoors. And even if things aren't perfect with your job, just tell yourself, at least, at least I'm not a sparrow out there sitting on a branch with no long underwear watching a dog eat my breadcrumbs. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Killeen. I'm surprised you even see birds anymore. I was wondering the other day, I said, honey, I don't even know if there's birds left out there. Now that we're on high alert for bats, anytime I see something flying in the air, I think, oh, there's a bat. My wife's like, no, 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 that's just just a bird. So good Kevin Colleen, whole other story there on these cold days. I think everyone has their own routine. I've started my own routine. I've told you that now in the basement, I uh, put on this alpaca blanket. And I don't know where this has been this whole time. I should have been using this all along. It's wonderful. But the basement's notoriously cold. There's not really a lot of uh, climate control, if any, down here. And even upstairs, it's cold. We have this little space here that we have to put on in the one room where the air circulation doesn't get all that great. And we uh, are we don't really battle over what temperature to put it in, but we run into the problem where one of the rooms get too hot because of just that, you know, if we turn the heat up and I could either make it too cold or too hot and it's the baby room. So we don't want to make it too hot. And that means the rest of the house has to stay a little bit cold. So we all have to dress a little bit warmer. I'm getting more used to wearing hoodies and things around the house. I'm just hoping we get out of the snap sooner than later, just like most other people are, too. And then Kevin Klein will have to talk about something else. We're going to talk about friendshipping, the art of finding friends coming up right after the break. This will be a good one. You can find me on Facebook, Ryan Recker Radio. This is Overnight America, KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. 
Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.